Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Girls Out Gallivanting podcast. Happy 2023. This is Ty, and I am joined with my wonderful co-hosts, Tiffany. Hi, Happy New Year. Welcome back. Natasha. Happy New Year, everybody. And Katira. Hello, Happy New Year. All right, so we are going to get into it. I know we've been gone for a while, but, you know, life is always lifing. But we're here, we're back, and we are ready to get into all things travel. Natasha, are you ready to kick us off with our Globetrotter? I am. And actually, I don't have a ton of information about our Globetrotter for today, Um, but she seems like a really awesome person, Um, Tara Roberts, um, and recently read a story about how she took a personal journey to the bottom of the ocean. Um, And, you know, the article is way out there as far as bottom of the ocean. Um, Basically, Tara has done something that I would love to do, um, which is journey into a portion of the sea that was well trafficked during um, the Atlantic Atlantic slave trade. And just to get an opportunity to be in a space where her ancestors probably, you know, some of them, as many of us uh, know, um, may have ended up. Um, and to be able to dive with a number of folks who, um, a particular group of folks who actually go into that space and are able to talk to you about the history, um, migration patterns um, that change. So one of the examples given in the article was how um, shark migrations changed due to the Atlantic slave trade. that because there were unfortunately a number of people who either jumped uh, and committed suicide or um, a number of folks who were pushed, um, there were uh, migration patterns that were changed over a a group of sharks in order to follow that uh, the paths of ships in that came through that area. So it's just a really interesting article. I will link it in our show notes. Um, I'll send the link to Tiffany so that she can put it in our show notes, but it was just a a really interesting article about getting to know your uh, history and getting to know your people um, through more than just what's on land, um, but also what's in sea. Thanks, Natasha. I feel like this is the second time you've actually shared uh, a diver who, like, this was their mission. Mm -hmm. The other guy, he was based out of D.C. or something, like, teaches at UDC or something like that. Yeah, he was a professor out of UDC, and Mm -hmm. he was really interesting. He actually, um, and I reached out to him recently um, for a couple reasons. One, because I would actually like to get involved with that group. Uh, I think I said it before, I would like to just be the water person, you know, bringing divers water on the boat um, or, or just 
you know, going down and helping you change out your tank underneath water, like whatever I can do to get on one of the expeditions that um, the group regularly takes. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also recently, um, there is a Netflix documentary called Descendants that talks about the slave ship Clotilde uh, that was um, found off of the coast of Alabama And by found, I'm putting it in gigantic air quotes because this was, you know, the well-known secret of everyone. Uh, So after the slave trade was officially banned within the United States, there was one gentleman out of Alabama who said he he could uh, go kidnap people and bring more slaves to Alabama. Um, And so against the law, he had a ship built sailed over to West Africa, stole some folks and came back to Alabama on the Clotilde and then purposefully sunk the ship off the coast of Alabama. So the group, um, the gentleman that I was speaking of out of uh, UDC, he and his group actually dove the area where the Clotilde was. Um, And so there are a number of uh, restoration processes right now going on. In addition, um, the movie Descendant, which is very good. It's a very hard uh, watch. Yeah, I actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hard watch. But if you can if you can take it, I would uh, I would definitely encourage a watch. Um, it talks about how um, the, the descendants of that ship who currently live in Africatown um, in Alabama, you know, how they are victims of um, in various injustices. And um, it's a really interesting story. It's a, it's a great story. But if you don't necessarily want to go to Alabama and you want to have a, you know, a historical vacation a bit, um, then I, again, I encourage you to read this article um, and also if you like to dive or if you'd like to learn how to dive, um, connecting with the um, African-American divers um, is something that you should definitely do It's as a diver. And I know Ty's a diver. It's, it's fun. Are there really additional good. requirements in order to dive those wrecks? I'm guessing it depends you, on how deep they are, but... Yeah, you have to be open water certified in order to um, in order to be eligible to dive with his group. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, just know that you're going to be with a whole bunch of black divers, and it's going to be fun. So, <laughs> but with a purpose, absolutely. With, with thank you, Natasha. All right, y'all. That brings us to our next segment of Twitch Travel Two. And this is just a segment where we look at all the things that have been going on in the travel industry and we just point out the foolishness. Tiffany, what do we have this week? Everybody acted up the whole year. So it's a collective twit. Uh, The whole 2022, everybody who got on an airplane, a train, a metro bus, uh, Uber, they was tripping on, they was tripping in the ride shares. All y'all twits. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. 
Oh my god. The whole year was a twist though. Everybody, everybody. Couldn't nobody act right. Couldn't nobody nobody on none of the airlines. Every airline had some mess. Even the FAA could get it together. Everybody, nobody could act right. Nobody. So all y'all, all y'all. Oh, yeah, my my coworker has hereby dubbed Southwest Airlines South Mess Airline. Appropriate he, South Mess. Yeah, South Mess. And he still he still stands by evil spirit. Evil spirit is still <laughs> it's still the worst in his it's the worst in his book. And but well, you I know feel what? like it's competition Throughout, now. I have not heard. I have not heard "Evil Spirit." That that is did he wrote classic. a letter? He wrote a letter a year or two ago. He's one of my first letters, and he talked about "Evil Spirit" airline, talking about his experience to Vegas. But I'm gonna say <laughs> this time, Southwest did not do him wrong because they had a family cruise planned for just after Christmas this year. And they were still able to make it out on the cruise. So, oh wow! But well, there's one person I mean, who made it on a cruise because a lot of folks ain't make it on a cruise. They ain't make nowhere. They made it absolutely did. nowhere. Um, but I will say this because you know I like to be devil's advocate. I will say this. Um, y'all don't know. Don't nobody check the weather. Nobody checks the weather when they about to go somewhere. Okay, and quite frankly, if if it ain't looking real good, I don't I ain't trying to fly. I'm trying to go nowhere. Y'all mad with the weather? Now, granted, South Miss got some messy ways, and we didn't all learn something about you know the hubs and how flights are planned. And you know, I love me a good educational moment. However, comma period semicolon. Don't nobody mm-hmm. check the weather. And y'all know it's the holiday season. Stuff ain't right. It's always mm-hmm. when you're traveling anywhere by any m- means of travel during a very busy travel period, i.e. American holiday time. That's Kwanzaa, um, Christmas, all of them things, Hanukkah, and whatever else. It's a lot going on, and the chances of you not making it on time where you're supposed to be are a little bit higher than other times. Pack your patience. We've been telling y'all that y'all don't listen. Pack not your patience. Pack your patience. Pack your patience. But I think another big thing is that this was coming off of a couple of years of people not traveling or being more reserved in traveling. You know, they may have been taking trips and vacations, but maybe they said, you know what, I won't go home for Christmas or Thanksgiving because I don't want to risk getting my mom or my grandma sick, that type of thing. And, and we did not hire people. Over, yeah, it's not necessarily is over. over they, um, no, it's over. Now that COVID is over, people felt like it was it was safe to go, safe to travel, and look what happened. And like you said, this brings me like actually to the travel updates. So for the travel updates, I just really wanted to point out the FAA system outage that occurred last week and all that happened with Southwest and other airlines. You know, people were told, like, on December 25th, don't even try to rebook your flight until, like, January 2nd. 
You know what I mean? And a lot of times we have an expectation like, hey, my travel is booked. Let me go ahead and make it to the airport. And then they're making it to the airport and they're looking at the board like, oh, what do you mean my flight is canceled? So just paying attention to those apps. Make sure you have the app downloaded on your phone and actually follow it and see if there are any delays and things of that nature with your flight. If you can, help it. Book direct flights. That way you will either be stuck at home or at your destination. You know what I mean? Like, like give me a direct flight. That way I'm not stranded in the middle of nowhere. What's up to Hashtag don't check your bags now. People be trying to say this, that, and the third. This further goes to why I said, unless there's an absolute need to check my bag, I'm not checking it. Now, before I could chop it up to trust issues, now it ain't trust issues. It's a logistic move for me. Everything I need is on my back. So maybe I'm stuck at this airport. But I ain't looking for nothing. I got everything I need. I got a pillow, a blanket, some socks, and drawers. So if y'all ain't learned nothing. If you need to, you can rent a car and roll out. Hello. Mm -hmm. Hello. If there are no cars left to be rented. That's that's all for me. um, Some of the pictures that we shared, it was just crazy on the number of, I was about to say Miletus, (laughs) the number of suitcases that were, that were just sitting there. It was like a luggage graveyard. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. And it just takes us back to our bag of and tag them episode where we had to chase, where we had to chase down Larry's luggage in uh, in Florida. But it's like you you almost have to have air tags. And I'm sure at this point, wait for it, the airlines are gonna try to bag them, ban them, because people are gonna be like, I see exactly where my bag is. Stop playing with me. There was a, a a thread on Twitter that ended up getting pulled and put into um, one of the mass media um, conglomerates, one of the like, NBC News, USA Today, one of those. Mm-hmm. But it was a thread that I remember reading, like as this woman was writing it, about how her air tag in her luggage was saying that it was like at an apartment complex, like somewhere near the airport. And then- No, it wasn't near the airport. It was by my house. I saw it. Right. It wasn't far from me. I was (laughs) like, I'll go get it for you, sis. And she was talking to one of the the airline that was involved and saying like, I'm talking to their customer service agent saying, I can see where my suitcase is. And they're like, no, it's at the airport. And she's like, it is not at the airport. Like, it, it's just not. So either somebody's lying. Either my eyes or the or you. And it ended up where she, like, she knew someone at a local news station and actually brought, like, one of their cameramen and an on-air talent with her to the apartment building because she finally got in touch with the delivery guy and it's his apartment building. Mm. And I'm sitting here like, just the amount of hoops that you have to jump through 
I think the first thing I would ask is, do I need it? Do I need anything in that suitcase at this point? Because this was almost a week and a half long, you know, journey of her trying to get her bag. And after all of that, I'm like, if this some clothes and some shoes, if it's not real sentimental, you can have it. I, I mean... In the it, words it, of Larry, just go ahead and run me my $2,500. Right. For just, my give, lost just, just go ahead and give me my money. Give me my money and I, I'll go get more shoes and more stuff because this is not, it's not worth it. But, oh man, like out of Denver, all of the pictures we saw out of Denver and like mm-hmm. major hubs. Mm-hmm. I think that was the thing that was surprising. Major hubs major, major problems. Mm. And so as people get back into traveling again, Pay attention. Like Tiffany said, one, check the weather. You need to check the weather. You need to know what's going on, what's happening. Um, And a lot of these airlines are understaffed. And that's hurting the ability to get flights out. And so um, just make sure you're on the apps and checking whether your flight is still heading out as scheduled. No. All right. So and this week, I want to do just a recap of what we did in the last probably like six months of last year, because I don't think we've recorded an episode after August or since like August or something like that. So um, I know all of us actually went places. Anyone want to want to jump in with where they went, what they did, wrapping up the year, or what was sort of your highlight travel of last year. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do highlight travel of last year. I went to the living room for the holidays. But you it was fun. We had a good time. Year. What was your highlight of last year's travel? Y'all already know my highlight. Last year, my highlight was when I went to Pum Pum Con, man. And it was a ball. It was a time. Is- it was a time. And I can't wait to go again. It is. Uh-huh. I, um, you are listeners. I apologize. I apologize too on behalf of Tiffany talking about she went to the living room. I don't know, they, I don't know what they're sorry for. Yes. I did go to the living room. It was a very good time. <laughs> um, I was cute. I wore my best. Took my shoes off. And a half one. Where you go? Where'd you go, Ty? Mm-mm. T, go ahead, T. Son of you went to a couple of places wrapping up the year. I, I I didn't go anywhere fancy though, so I ended up going to Daytona, um, the latter part, well maybe mid August. And honestly, it really was a great time. It was hardly anyone on the beach. So if like you're thinking of doing a Florida vacation, it's probably a good time to do it somewhere around the time that the kids are going back to school because then you sort of get to enjoy some of those like moments of laying out on a beach with not a lot of people around. Um, we stayed at a really nice uh, house that was across the street from the beach. So the girls had a great time. Um, and mm-hmm. then... For our 10-year anniversary, we went to Atlanta and stayed in the city 
And we did, uh, you know, all the black people things. Like we went to, <laughs> we went to the trap house, like actual museum, like not the trap house. <laughs> the trap house museum, like that's surprisingly really interesting. Now, honestly, go on a weeknight. They have like a little special on a Thursday. Do that because any other time I think it's, it's super. It, it's, it's listen, trap house is When you say that, because it really is. And then why did we? Okay. <laughs> and you know what the you know what the kicker? Dion, me and Dion go to go park. Right. Listen, like you really this really shouldn't be an issue but this is what you get when you like go to the hood and then you go to hood establishments and we go to like what seems like the main parking lot but it isn't and it's a lot of people going in and out I really want to say what I want to but we on this podcast so I would just keep it clean and uh <laughs> so we have to go around to the parking lot like it's on the side and the guy's like yeah it, it probably was like twenty dollars to park right there's absolutely no sign that says it's gonna cost twenty dollars to park and if you go on the website the website doesn't say hey parking is twenty dollars so we know that such and such and you know just took twenty dollars and let us park in this open lot but we were gonna do it anyway whatever that's exactly anyway. what happened. i'm just i'm preparing y'all that all of it is a scam, okay? Just, you know, just park on the street, fine. So we go in, and literally the museum probably takes about, I'm going to be fair and say like 15 minutes to get through because um, it's not large. But they have a trap escape room. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, ma'am. <laughs> Oh, ma'am. Oh, yes. We got to get out of a sticky situation. Like, it's not. What kind of a sticky situation? It's a trap house. What you mean? What kind of sticky situation? Just think about it. What what other situation would you have to overcome in a trap house? And that's pretty much what you got to get out of. Um. Anyway, guys, if you get an opportunity, go go to the trap house. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I have, okay, to piggyback on that. So I saw the trap house museum. Like so wild, but I used to on the way to the vet, I used to have to pass the trap house museum. And I was so interested because I was like, what in the world is this? And I realized. I was like, oh, I'd love to go there one day. And then I realized like it's directly, well, not directly. It's like super close to the MLK Museum. And I was like, this, this is just not right. You know like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> because, because it is. But because I'm not geologically savvy, I didn't really make that connection until you said it because we said it. I was like, I can't. Then, and then I was like, how do I look bringing my, bringing my husband to the trap museum? Y'all know my husband. I now love my husband. Going I can't bring my husband to the trap museum. <laughs> we, we got the whole experience. I can't say what I want to this is a podcast, but we went in. 
And y'all know my husband. Y'all, y'all know my husband, right? He's all the way black, right? And he loves shoes. And so the guys in there, Dion Watson, he has on whatever shoes he has. I don't I don't recall what he was wearing. But they were like, they was like, hey, my man, I love your shoes. The guy was like, hey, when y'all finish walking through here, come hit me up at my uh my convenience store. Now, legit. <laughs> That's a firm now. Like, first of all, we're not going there. <laughs> and second of all, the convenience store is like right next to it. Like, you literally get the full, if you don't know what the hood feels like and you just desperately need to go. Um, my 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 non-colored friends, go to the trap house, okay? <laughs> You'll be like, oh, okay, this is what it feels like. Maybe I'm more interested in learning. Listen, um, mm-hmm. it's for the culture, and I'm all here for it. Um, it, it- it's wonderful. It, it's for the culture. One of those things that every black person needs to do because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you need to get in touch with your roots. Um, and then no, we did not. Natasha, did Matt go to the trap house? No, I couldn't take it to the trap house. <laughs> <laughs> First so, of all, so I had to explain everything. You, you would have to, and it would be safe. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Like I know, I, and then on top of it, understand. You know, right? Understanding, you would then have to. Like, top- Man, so here's where they cook the weed. I mean, they didn't cook the. Cook, no, you, cook, know. you know. Then I gotta and, explain what <laughs> cooking means. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know what it means. So, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I have listened to enough. It's rappers on the right. know who they are. That by osmosis, I get the cooking process. But I also like, so I I have a love for trap Christmas carols. Oh. And that's when I really wanted to go. I wanted to go during Christmas so I could hear trap Christmas carols. Because who that is on my roof is, is a staple in the community of trap Christmas carols. And that is one of my favorites. And I was like, I, that's what I, that's the experience that I want. I want to go to the trap museum hearing the most ghetto Christmas music I could possibly get. So like, that's, that's what probably, I would want. And they probably play it. Uh, I'm telling you. They do. Uh, I'm sure it's, they do. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a real cultural experience. Um, <laughs> and then we went to well, this was before the trap museum, but we we went to the um, the aquarium. And guys, listen, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Atlanta's aquarium, but it is so amazing. Uh, we were thinking about taking the girls because we we just went, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this this is a pretty cool aquarium. I got some really neat pictures, and everyone in there is super knowledgeable um, and friendly. But I'm telling you, so we we spent like a day and a half there. We didn't want to do something long and extended. We just really wanted to hit some like uh, Atlanta hotspots. And um, we stayed at a really nice, you know, swanky downtown hotel. I I don't recall the name, but it was it was nice. And uh, we had um, we we just kind of, you know. 
did the thing, did the black thing. We had ate at the black restaurants. We just, you know, wanted to experience it a little bit. So that's what we did um, the latter part of the year. I can't think of any other place we went to. I chilled in my living room. I was with Tiff for the holidays. Well, not with her physically, but I was like on the same vibe. Yeah, so like literally for the holidays, you were chilling in my living room. Yeah, actually, yeah, literally, so- we were chilling in your living room. <laughs> Either way, somebody's living room cool was being occupied with full folks on Thanksgiving. <laughs> my bonus child mentioned that she wants to go to Atlanta. So, probably here in the next few weeks or so, we're going to look at doing a trip to uh, Atlanta's um, aquarium. There's a couple things to know. They have some nice stuff for kids. Um, one, they do an overnight at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. They do it which is actually kind of cool. I think I sent that to T as an idea for uh, one of her daughter's birthdays. Mm-hmm. So you can, um, and you sleep, you know the um, T, you know that big aquarium, like that big, um, yeah, it's the one of the big tanks that you go in and you can like sit down and it's almost like a movie because you can, it's just glass. Yeah, 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 yes. I know. So that tank is where the sharks are. With the shark, yeah. That tank, you can dive. And there's actual, like, there's, like, boats in there. With sharks? (laughs) Yeah, they're nurse sharks. They're not going to do nothing to you. Um, But but that tank, you can dive. You can dive it. And I think, Ty, you gave me that. You sent me that one. You can dive that tank. And there are boat rides in that tank. That so, that one. pretty cool. Yes. That's pretty cool. You can do some cool stuff in that aquarium. That's cool. When the talk mm. since you have it, what did you, you and Matt have? So, in September, we, our usual kind of like, we just want to chill. We're, you know, four to seven days you know, want to go out of the country, want to do something cool, usually goes to Mexico and do a resort there. We tried a different resort, which was really nice. Um, what did y'all try this time? This one was Paradisius. I could be tearing that name up. Um, but it is a three-in-one resort. So one part of the resort is uh, family-friendly. Uh, one part of the resort um, is kind of like a hybrid. You can do family stuff, but it doesn't have a lot of kids stuff there. And there's a portion of it that you could just do like small casitas. And then um, there's one portion of it that is adults only. And no matter where you are within the property, you can travel between the three properties. Um, so it was a really... It was a great experience, actually, because we don't usually do large properties. Mm-hmm. So it had a small property feel, but the large property amenities, which was really nice. Um, so multiple spas, multiple you know things to do in all three different properties, tons of restaurants because um, it's an all-inclusive. So what brand, yeah, what, what brand? Um... 
What brand are they on? There? Eldorado Casitas. That's what it is. Um, yeah. And so there's Eldorado, the main version, and I think that's the one that's like kid friendly, has a lot of kid stuff to do. Um, the Casitas um, is the adults only, and the Eldorado Maroma is the um, kind of like the hybrid, and mm-hmm. they have like like small villas casitas where if you wanted to bring your whole family and you had a fairly large group that you wanted to bring then you could rent out small so it was a really um that was a really good vacation because it was almost like a two-in-one because we could not only relax and enjoy ourselves but also tour some another property that we might use um, in planning larger family gatherings, so whose family? His. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just asking. <laughs> um, but I have something on that. Um, and then um, we go to Colorado every Thanksgiving. Um, and so we were in Telluride for Thanksgiving. Um, I think this will be the last year that we're going to tell you ride. I think this will be the last year that we're going to tell you ride. No, it's just so that. It's the, no, that house in Telluride is like way in the mountains. And so when you go out there, you have to bring everything. Mm-hmm. And we know how I feel about the outdoors. Um, it's nice to look at. I don't want to be in it, but it's nice to look at. Um, so there's nowhere to go. And it's like literally like like mountain lions and bears and there's like there's wildlife. It's 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 the mountains. There's Did you wildlife. See a bear? No, no. And um I have thoughts and emotions about that. So I just stay in the house. You wanna say um, you don't you? Tell the truth. You like I don't. I, I genuinely don't. Don't do that. And then I hear like, well, the bears are hibernating. And I was like, it's 70 degrees out here. Ain't no bear hibernating. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, it, it was warm. It was like, it wasn't 70, but it was, it was warm. Oh, crap. Um, so it was, a, it was good. It was a, that was good. And then um, Christmas, my family came here. So I also was chilling in the middle. And you went on a road trip too. You went on a road trip I with me and Baby Gallery Dancer. I yeah. did. I did. Road I trip went from on a road Wisconsin trip. to here. Mm-hmm. That was my road trip. You know, my niece came along. Um, you guys, I just want to say that Natasha and I are by far the worst road trippers <laughs> on the face of the planet. We spent more time at the hotel than we did on the road. <laughs> No. Just, we were there chilling. We, were just, we spent a lot of time at that hotel. We chilled so hard, but I mean, it was it was a good time. We did an audio book on the way, and the audio book just had Natasha like, "What in the world?" The one um, by Jeanette McCurdy. I'm glad my mother died. Yeah, we listened to that. And I'm not glad her mother died. Because I'm never glad that anybody's mama died. But I can see why she said it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not going to the H-E-Double hockey sticks with y'all. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not going to hell on a technicality. That's why I said I can see why she said it. But and listen um, to the book. Listen to the book. I mean, and then yes. you you can draw your own conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so for me, wrapping up the year, we actually went to well, Valor and I went to Wisconsin road trip back this way with Natasha. And then for Halloween, I took the girls on a mother-daughter cruise. How did they say it? Oh, ship. It's a mother-daughter trip. <laughs> That's what the shirts say. Oh, ship. It's a mother-daughter trip. <clears throat> but yeah, so that was fun. Um, taking the two of them on their first cruise at the same time. I met up with friends of mine. Well, my one friend, he did not know I was coming. His wife and I totally conspired on that. And I posted that online. And he just can't believe that we tricked him again. Because they were already on the boat and we walked on. And I was like, hey, friend. <laughs> and he like did a double take. And I was like, hey. And he wanted to be mad. He did. Yeah. He, he wanted to be mad, but he couldn't. He had an attitude the entire cruise. But I would say, hands down, <clears throat> the takeaway, since it was Halloween, he had grown his hair out. And I knew he was going to be Mr. T, but I didn't know he was growing his hair out so that he could literally shave it down like Mr. T for the competition. Oh, he went but, all out. Yes. And he won first place. And when we were at dinner, it was so annoying. We were at dinner and people acted like he was really Mr. T. You this know. was before the, Mr. T, Mr. T, let me get a phone out. I was like, are we serious right now? Like right. he never made it to the dinner table. Doing rounds, taking pictures with people. I was like, "How you gonna serious? be annoyed? How you gonna be annoyed at his plans for his cruise that you aren't even supposed to be over with him?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that was super cool. Um, he won first place. I think it was him and someone who was dressed as Willie Nelson, and I mean, really looked like Willie Nelson. That's Another cool. guy. Who, who ran into my friend that actually sent him uh, a little Mr. T figurine in the mail. Like, oh my gosh, I collect figurines. I'm going to send you one. Like, and so That's he sent it to him. It was. And so then um, we got back from, from the cruise and a couple weeks later, we left for Qatar for World Cup. And that was an experience in itself. We almost didn't make it over a visa issue. Hmm. Yeah, like I was bawling at the counter. Watch the crew come in, watch them shut the counter down and everything. And Zoni was her name, the lady who was working the counter. She was like, don't worry, just just call over there, get it taken care of, and I will make sure you don't miss the flight. I will personally walk you onto the plane. But we're able to make it onto the plane. God um, bless her. I will say this, like we flew over there economy. Diego and I are not in the same shape that we were in physically or mentally from our army days. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not in the same shape physically or mentally that we were in from army days. I don't know how I did those long haul fights like that, especially in the economy. I thought I was gonna lose my mind. 
How long was the flight? First? It was 12 and a half hours there. It was 12 and a half hours there, but we had bulkhead seats. So we were in the very first row because they could attach a bassinet for Ballard, which was pretty cool. And, you know, had plenty of leg room. But what you don't really realize is in the bulkhead seats, there's always a seat where the armrest does not go up. So the armrest between me and the stranger went up. The armrest between Diego and I did not. And I'm wide. So (laughs) that, that... not working for me and so i was pretty frustrated with that um on the way back we flew back in business class we flew back in the q suites because i couldn't, mm. couldn't. <laughs> but the tickets were also more reasonably priced going they wanted like twenty thousand dollars per person to do what to fly to fly and say like no i was like we can't that's not gonna work but um u.s dollars USDs, right? Because you could be like, okay, this is obviously since this is Qatar Airways, this must be Qatari money. No, they wanted USDs. Because that's a um, you could have got a Hyundai Elantra in 2022, John, fully loaded, and they just wanted you, you to You could have gotten more than that because it's two of us, so that's forty thousand dollars. Yeah, and so uh, you could got a Range Rover Evo. They were taking advantage of the fact just, that people were just finding out, like, hey, I got tickets to World Cup. So, you know, there was an influx in people purchasing tickets. And that's mm-hmm. what they did. Mind you, the majority of the Q suites were empty because I snuck into one while I was feeding Valor while everyone was asleep. Yeah, they empty. Eggs cost $12 for three eggs. And they think people got $20,000 to sit down on a flight to go over the ocean. No. Yeah, it's empty. They could have let y'all sit there. On the way back, they were full, though. It was actually mostly children up there. Like like kids, your kids' age, Tiffany. Like some teenagers. Uh, Teenagers, preteens. There were a lot of kids up there. Because families, there were a lot of kids at World Cup, which was really surprising to me. I really felt that we would be, you know, (laughs) too. not in good company with bringing babies, but there were baby babies, there were toddlers, there were children, teenagers, like the kids were there. People were like, oh, we're going and we're all going. So that's what we did. Um, That's what we did last year. Do you think you would do World Cup ever again? Diego said yes, because next year is in North America. So... It'll be in Mexico, the U.S., and Canada. Oh, okay. It will just be interesting. We won't be able to go to as many games because they'll be all spread out. Mm-hmm. Instead of all literally being in the same city. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. But um, for today's topic, I just wanted to pick Natasha's brain on how she and Matt, I know... Like, when I plan travel, it's either something like World Cup that's been planned for a while out, or I might say, hey, you know what, I have an inkling to go somewhere, and I'll just book it kind of last minute-ish. You know, Tiffany, she'll hear from a friend and be like, oh, yeah, I'm down, let's go. You know, T and her husband, they'll come up with different places to go. But Natasha, you and Matt actually at the beginning or the end of every year to the beginning of the year, 
sit down and plan out your travel. And I wanted to know, what does that look like? What does that process look like for you all? Um, so the first thing we do is um, grab Matt's mom's. Uh, Matt's mom makes us, uh, or the family actually, a calendar every year as a Hanukkah slash Christmas gift. Um, which is actually really nice because we take that calendar and we basically look at all of the travel that we usually do. So we usually um, see one of our families for certain holidays. So I always see my family at Christmas. We always see his family at Thanksgiving. Um, we always see his family around his mom's birthday. Matt will usually take a solo trip sometime in like April um, so we map out kind of the trips that we know are going to happen. Um, and then uh, we take a look at what we need um, and want to do. So uh, for this year, for example, we knew we needed a vacation sometime in the early part of the year. Um, and we know we wanted to take something over our anniversary um, some longer trip in early summer. And we know we wanted to do a family trip with my family um, over Christmas. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole lot going on. And why are you breathing yeah. like that? I, I was just, I just... I I mean, I saw the eyebrows. I saw the eyebrows. Um, This year, um, we are thinking of doing Margaritaville. Um, So actually, in the trips that I took that I did not mention, um, I actually took a work trip to Orlando um, right when the hurricane came through uh, and got stuck in Orlando. Um, but we ended up staying at the Margaritaville Resort, which I'd never done that. Um, they have whole like townhouses, like single family homes on property, along with their like resort park. And that was awesome. That was fantastic. So I would like to do that with my family over Christmas. We will see how that can work because you're not leaving. Yeah. The states, no passports needed. You know, you can drive there if need be. I think everyone will make it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but that's what I would like to do. So we map out kind of what we would like to do, um, and then this is the time of year to do your taxes, at least within the United States. Um, so. If you're doing your taxes, you can also look at your money um, and get a sense of what your budget is going to be um, for travel or what you can make your budget be for travel over the course of the year. And so it's kind of like a two for one. We will look at money we spent over last year, file our taxes, get all the receipts together, do everything that we have to do for that. And then we'll also look at what our budget will allow us to spend for travel and how we're going to spread that out. Now, the beginning of 2020, um, we did an amazing yet terrible thing where we literally bought 
all of the tickets, all of the airfare that we would have needed for one year. We bought it at the literally on January, like mid January, 2020. Okay. Just for the world to shut down. Of all the years to of be doing some pre-planning, that was not the best one. That, that was not. That was not. That was not. And we literally were like in March going, okay, so this is like two weeks. And then in June, we were like, so it's not two weeks. Um, and nobody's going anywhere because the apocalypse. So we ended up having like a ton of credits over like 2021 um, and which worked out fine. Um, but we no longer will buy tickets <laughs> well ahead of time, but we do do a three month out. So we will create the calendar, um, which is really helpful because as you start getting like those last minute trips where, you know, friend comes in and like, oh, like, let's go, go here. Or, oh my gosh, we need to go to X, Y, and Z. You already have that calendar of your trips planned that you can kind of go to already. And then within that calendar, there's also what's been done. So if there are hotels that need to be reserved, cars that need to be reserved, um, any airfare that needs to be um, that needs to be bought, all of that will be jotted within that calendar space, and then you can also map out again kind of what activities you want to do. If there are certain things that you want to do, we don't we're not really people who map out every day of our vacation, but we will um, say, okay, for Portugal, we want to see these three things. These are the three top things that we want to see. Everything else is just as we go through the country and we kind of hit it, we hit it. Um, so our next major trip, um, actually two this year, nope, three, maybe four. Um, we're doing a our first Viking cruise, um, which will be, uh, a week, but we're adding on a separate week um, that we're breaking into two. So we're coming in early uh, into Turkey, touring Turkey a little bit, getting on the boat, taking that cruise, getting off in Athens, making our way over to Santorini, and then staying a bit in Santorini and then coming home. So that'll be a, a major that trip. amazing. I cannot wait. That- Santorini's my... Um- Husband, like that's like in my husband's uh, number top, like top three places that he absolutely needs to go. Um, and it's on, it's a Viking cruise y'all are taking there. Yeah, that's a it's a Viking cruise, and um, the cruise alone, I had a I had mild heart palpitations. I've never spent this much money on a cruise, um, <laughs> but it's it it seems like from all the millions of YouTube videos that I have now watched for the stupid cruise. Um, I think this is like, like, this is going to be really top tier. Um, and my number one, your husband's number one is Santorini. That was my number two. My number one is the Hagia Sophia. And so I will get to see the Hagia yeah. Sophia. You've been talking about this since I know you. For, I'm excited oh my for you. God. This, Can't is, wait. this is it. Oh this is great. God. And when is this trip? Yeah. So this is in May. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's around the corner if you think about I know. it. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, so super looking forward to that one. So that's number one. Number two is another trip that I've been talking about for a million years, and that is Paris with my sister. Um, no, I don't even want. No, I'm not doing this. This goes no, back to before. We're going. Before you even met T and Tiffany, y'all, she was supposed to take Jasmine to Paris. Long when time. She graduated ago. high school. Oh, no, that was a college, college trip. That was okay. a college. Yeah, trip. when she graduated college. That was a long time ago. Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Um, and so we're finally going. Um, and Natasha, we're going to actually question. Uh huh. Just a little veering off, but kind of still on the same subject. For fifty percent of America, of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is just personally for me because it's burning and I can't hold it in, and it's a little bit off topic. Um, with all of the baggage situations going on, how how do you plan to pack for these trips? Like, you plan to so, carry one, or I do, I do for all of them. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. So I do a couple things. One, I am an excellent packer. Like I can pack for two weeks in a carry on and people don't believe me, but I, I, I'm very good at packing. Number one. Number two. Is it the I, bags? I do sometimes. <laughs> okay. Like if I like, so for example, we went to a wedding and I was wearing, I wanted to wear this like giant tool skirt and I was like, there's no way that I can pack that in a carry-on unless I smash it. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what I did. I bought those vacuum seal bags and there's a pan pump that you can use that you could buy the plug-in on Amazon, the travel plug-in. And I used that and I sucked the air out of that thing. It goes from like gigantic thing to like... Mm-hmm. Cool. I have that in my Amazon cart right now, actually. It's Don't so ask me it. how I got down a rabbit hole of those things, but um, I definitely have oh, that. Oh, you got to send me the link because it's, oh, so yeah, it's so worth it. Let me I'm test it out it. first. Let me test it out first, for now. I don't want you okay. wasting your points on me. I'm going to see how I go because it's a little itty bitty pump. Mm-hmm. That doesn't is not going to take up a whole bunch of space, but I was also having the same thing because again, I'm really not checking bags. Yes, period. just mm-hmm. unless it's the absolute need. So, um, I was like, that's probably something nice. And if and essentially, tell me if I'm wrong, Natasha. But once you vacuum seal everything, you pack your bag similar as if you were using a packing cube, except yeah. you could put more things in it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you actually use those cube tubes. Okay. Yeah, and I do use packing cubes. I also believe in shipping. If I have something that I really want to bring, like a multi tool, let's say I bring everything with me and I, I don't think that's go and buy things in country. <laughs> <laughs> like I if you had a multi tool that you was trying to bring back and the people were hating <laughs> and they wouldn't let you put it, that. Yeah, and you could um, it's, you can I think ship it. You can ship it. it. Yeah, I know. I've had to do. I've up. had to ship it, something <laughs> like that. I've had a situation like that, but I had to ship it back. I mean, I did. But you know, I, I, she's I talking to... about the with the point that you two were missing is that Natasha is talking about like from her destination yeah. to home, or from home to her destination, and not yes, mail it back from TSA. <laughs> <laughs> Specific, so that's I was just using the service. I, they provide. <laughs> they provide a service. I was using the service, I but agree. I think we, 
what you're saying, Natasha, is let's say you go to a destination. I know you like to shop. So you go mm-hmm. shopping or whatever, um, do your shopping ahead of time. And part of your trip will be to go on to mm-hmm. the shipping place and pack nicely pack your things and send it home so that it's in transit while you're in transit. Yeah. Or yeah. you go to the concierge, if you're depending on the type of hotel that you're going to, you go to the concierge and tell them that I need these items shipped and they'll ship it. Nice. Yeah. I, I like that idea. I trust the uh, UPS cargo a lot more than I trust South Mass. They send you tracking numbers. There's a customer service line to get into contact with. <laughs> it's much easier. And I don't have to worry about if it's going to be, you know, not really. If it's something that I'm worried about, like being broken, I might take it myself. I might make the room to take it myself. But if it's something that I don't mind or, you know, I don't need it immediately, you know, I'll just ship it. Um, but, yeah, I, I believe in carry-ons for wherever you're going um, and we'll be using a carry-on um, or do a hybrid carry-on and um, check luggage. So bring your carry-on with things that you need immediately and then have your check luggage with the things that you don't need immediately. So if it does get lost and it takes a couple of days for you to get your luggage, those are not things that you needed right away anyway. So um, to kind of balance yourself out, if you, if you have to bring a check luggage, I know that some people like to check things and they like to bring multiple cases. I don't begrudge that of anybody. Um, that, takes a lot of pictures and he'll bring most of his equipment with him, but he will, he will pack some of his equipment also. Um, and usually that has to go into a check luggage. So I think where it sucks. Speaking of that, where it sucks though, is for people who have like medical devices that they're mm-hmm. not able to throw in a backpack. Mm-hmm. That's where I really get annoyed because it's like those folks don't have a choice <laughs> other mm-hmm. than to ship, a lot of times I know um, I have family members who need to like bring medical devices and they usually will ship their equipment to whatever hotel ahead of time. So they don't have to really lug it all around, whether checked or not checked. But in situations like where we had this South mess situation, let's say I had a medical device and I shipped it to the hotel because I'm expecting to be at the hotel today. And so I sent my device there and it's going to meet me there today. It'll probably get there before me. And then I don't get there for two or three days. Well, I need my medication. Like <laughs> I still need to do whatever treatment it is that I need. So again, sucks, but things to keep in mind um, because life be happening and you can be one place and your things you absolutely need can be in another. And that would just really stink. That, too, you can kind of have a way to get around that. I know this is a little bit off topic, but um, let's say you pack, you know, a medical device in luggage that got lost. Um, I always am one for, I make a list for, if I'm checking a piece of luggage, I make a, a packing list that I put inside the luggage on top of everything. And then I keep a list. I keep that same list with me. 
Um, and then I'll take a picture of what's inside of my luggage because you yeah. can go back to the airline and say, you need to reimburse me because you've lost my luggage and this is an item that I absolutely have to have. And if you take a, if you show them that picture, you will be reimbursed. You can, they'll tell you, okay, go buy what you need and then bring us back the receipts and, you know, get reimbursed. Now, if you don't have the money, that's another thing, but um, there are ways that you can kind of mitigate as much as possible. Um, And shipping is one. And then as far as, Planning um, for the year, um, I think the the best kind of advice I would give you is if you can, whenever you can, um, make time on the front and back ends of your trips. So in addition to not just planning the vacation, plan the planning of your vacation. Um, so for this trip that we're going on in May, there is time that I've taken out, you know, on the front end and on the back end. Um, and then any, um, items that I want to make sure are done before I leave. So, you know, cleaning people or dog, doggy daycare or, you know, whatever else has to happen. Um, before, during, and after we are away, um, just making sure that there is a day where I have, I have kind of a cutoff date where I can plan all of that stuff together. And it makes it sound like I'm a super, I'm a great planner. I'm not. I just have years of trial and error uh, and figuring out. Oh, I forgot to schedule X, Y, and Z. And it's because life happens and you get involved in your work and in normal every day and you are ready for the vacation and you're thinking about the vacation, but there's also things that you will need to do to be ready for that vacation. Thank you, Natasha. All right. So this year we are adding a segment and it is called the Gala Rant or Gala Raid, where we just take the time out to... (laughs) to talk about things that we are not pleased with or things that we are pleased with. And I know Katira has had a couple of things just mm, on her heart. She's had some things on her heart for Gallerant. And so we're going to let her kick it off with our, with our very first Gallerant. I kind of feel like I've already done this one before, but I'm really annoyed by airlines who make you pay for a two-year-old. Like, what's the difference between the two-year-old and the one-year-old? Because neither one of them can hold a seat down. So I just need to understand why I still have to pay for that. And I really would love someone to come on here with some answers um, because it's unnecessary. And I feel personally attacked. I really think that four or when I want to pay for a child should be when I pay Not for when. How old, ma'am? How old? Four or when? What's the other age you mentioned? When I feel like it, like it's necessary. Okay. You know what I mean? Because. So can I like, ask a quick and question? Fairness, so can you're I, saying until you feel question. like you don't want your child to be a lap child. Right. That's exactly what she means. When, when I don't feel like holding on to this baby, that's when I don't mind paying. That's what she's saying. Okay. 
That was my question. That was and that's question. fair because it's unfair to most of us. 50%. I would say 75% of America, actually, at this point. Oh, so in 2023, we going to 75% of America. Okay. Because at this point, travel has really become a really hot commodity. And you said it. People at World Cup had their babies right there. Why are you paying for a baby? Like, they don't even know what's happening right now. They really yeah. pissed because they would much rather be in a crib. But y'all want to come out and be in the streets and gallivant. And so now here they are. They don't have a choice. Why we got to mm. pay for them though? I'm just yeah. trying to figure out why that's necessary. I, I, I we really absolutely had to pay for that. It really don't make any sense to me why I have to pay for And honestly, let me tell you, my real frustration is like, he got on the flight as one and you were cool. And then the next day she turned two and I'm getting back on that f- same flight. And now you're not cool. So we need to talk about this. Cause I don't understand. 12 hours ago, she was cool. So what we, what we going on? I don't understand. I'm pissed, but I'm done. And, because, you know, and you're not even the one who canceled that flight. They did. I'm not even. The- oh. <laughs> so if she would have left, 12 hours ago, we would have been fine. Oh, see that right there? That would have did it for me. That would have did just, it for I me. Really just Because I didn't have to pay when I was on time. Mm-hmm. When I was on time, there was no fee. Me. It was fine. I, just, I really just need real answers. That's all I'm asking for because well, yesterday she was one. Today she's two. All okay. right. So I have a gallerant, and while most things were done super well at World Cup, we went to five or six, I think five of the eight stadiums that they built. And, you know, we take the baby to all of them. I have her milk. I have like a little toy or something, you know, just in case. We went to, I think it was Lucille. I, I have the footage. But we went to one particular stadium, and at this stadium, all of a sudden, all of the exact same things that I took into the previous stadiums, uh, this is this is not allowed. This is not allowed. This is not allowed. So you need to leave and go all the way over to the banned items tent and check these items, which I will say is something they did well because they actually had a place where if you had items. You could go check them, get a ticket, and come back and get those things. But it was literally like, you know, the keys that babies chew on? That's that's what was banned. And my chapstick. Why you can't have no chapstick? And there was one more thing. And I can't so everybody think. out there ashy lip? Yeah. Everybody lips? Little <clears throat> chap? So yeah, that that's my that's my gallerant for from World Cup. Does anyone else have a gallerant or a gallery? I have a small gallerant. Um, so over Thanksgiving, we went to um, we were in Telluride, and um, I had planned a bunch of different activities, and one of them was to 
go to this really high-end hotel and get um, a massage, use their spa services, which was 10 out of 10 spa services were amazing, called The Peaks. Um, And they have a restaurant inside of there that I had made reservations for, for lunch. So I was going to do like a nice little spa day, have lunch, and then go back to the house. Solo or couple? Um, So couple, but not couples massage. Because some people like to talk during massages and some people like silence. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand the talking. So no shade. <laughs> it's no shade. Everybody has their own preferences when it comes to no, a massage. No, with you. Ever to a massage. Why are we talking? I, I'm I'm not a talker. This is a silent moment. We don't need to talk about our day. We. That's why I'm here. So. <laughs> So they have an amazing facility. It was wonderful. My only argument was I made reservations for lunch at this restaurant on your website. <laughs> and the and the and the the restaurant is not even open for lunch. Like Wait, what? <laughs> so I so I finished my massage. No. No, I get my massage. I'm super relaxed. I've had a wonderful facial. I have utilized your your hot tubs. They have an outdoor hot tub. It was perfect. Like, again, lovely. I put on my clothes. I go, because I'm hungry, I go to, you know, take advantage of my reservation. Doors locked. And I'm like, what's the problem? So I go to the concierge and I was like, so I had a one o'clock reservation for the restaurant. You know, am I going through the wrong door? Like what's what's going on? And they're like, that restaurant doesn't open until like 530. And I was like, what you mean 530? All the hood came out because I was like, um, I made reservations like four weeks ago for today at one o'clock. And nobody said a word. Like if I had been staying at this hotel, I would have been livid <laughs> that I can't eat. <laughs> so, so I said, small. How did they make the situation right? <laughs> they, the lady ended up taking me over because they had this little cafe. You know, like the cafe, the, the Starbucks cafe at Target. It was something like that. So she, she walks me over to the Starbucks cafe, basically, inside of this hotel. And she was like, the cafe has a large offering. I was like, madam, they don't. They don't have a large offering. They they don't. They are not a restaurant. This is a cafe. And that is a restaurant. So, um, so she tried. And then she was like, well, you know, is there something else you'd like to do? And I was like, yeah, I want, I'll, I'll just go get another massage. But I'm, I hadn't planned on staying. On them, though, correct? Right. Right. So I got another massage, which was great. So <laughs> no talking. No talking. No talking. I would have been I was mad and livid. I was mad. I was like, now nah, I gotta eat a dry ass sandwich. Cause what kind of raggedy at this nice establishment has such a raggedy system that would even allow you to make Thank a reservation you. if the establishment is not open? 
10. If they open at five, the first reservation available should have been at five, not one. Exactly. Exactly. And the kicker was like, she was like, I don't think you could do that. And I was like, are you calling me a liar? I was like, I feel like you're calling me a liar. And she was like, well, I, you know, I don't think we would have done that. I was like, I mean, my confirmation says, you know, and I'm just holding up my, my confirmation says that y'all are open at one. So who, who messed up? That's all have I they want. fixed that system? Have you logged in since to see if no, it's still allowing people? Care. I mean, I, I, I care, don't care. Um, Cause I won't do that again. But uh, next time I'll just clearly call. Um, and find out if they're open. But that was a small, small gallerant, um, a first word mm. problem at its finest. <laughs> Tim, do you have a gallerant or a gallerant for this week? Not yet, because things tend to go smoothly in my living room um, where I travel <laughs> to. Where you travel? Well, Thanks to that is smooth. it for this week. Thank you, everyone, who has joined us for this is actually our third season, y'all, for our third season of the Girls Out Gallivanting podcast. We look forward to having many discussions on what is going on in the travel industry. Don't forget to be social with us across all social media platforms at GOG Travels or Girls Out Gallivanting. Bye. Bye.